Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Hello, hello, ladies, and we hey, are back. Hey. What's up? BL what is happening? Yay. What's going on, ladies? How's your day, ladies? Oh, my day was uh, fabulous. <laughs> Terry. I'm dragging. Why are you shaking your head? I ain't lying. I'm dragging. But you know I'm still coming with the hype, though. Coming with <laughs> it, you know. We trainees, just be coming with it. Bottom in the road, and we coming with it. All the time. Ah, yes. All the time. Oh, All my time. goodness. What my are we talking good. about? Yeah, Can what are we talking about today? So, we are talking about being the first generation American. Okay. How do you feel about it? Um being the first generation and having Caribbean uh, heritage and, you know, how do you feel about that? And was it a good thing, a bad thing, an uncomfortable thing or funny thing? What, how was your feeling, your experience? Sakafet, you're listening to Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Every week, we will reflect on our journeys on trying to navigate between our parents' traditional culture versus American culture. We are your hosts, Bertide, Lisa, and Terry. No one's talking, so let's get unfiltered. Bertide, you want to hit it off? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Put me on the spot. Hey, everybody. So... First generation, being first generation in America um, with parents of being of, of Haitian culture. So I will give my the perspective of I was born in Guadalupe, right? And um, kind of didn't register when I was little that my parents were Haitian. I don't know if that makes sense, because when you're born in a Caribbean island, everybody's from somewhere. So it's a melted pot. So it wasn't really addressed until I came to America. So I want to just point that out. Um, You know, the realization that, hey, you know, your parents are Haitian didn't register or it wasn't talked about or wasn't. I don't know if that makes if what I'm saying makes sense. But if you could relate, leave a comment below. Um, So when I first got here, um, started going to school and things like that, because again of not registering my parents were Haitian it wasn't until I got to school that at the time I went to school again this is in the 90s Haitian culture was not as 
received well back in those days. You used mm-hmm. to be made fun of. True. You used to be like, oh, y'all do voodoo. That's another episode. Um, you know, you go back to your country. Y'all need to speak English. Like, mm-hmm. it was really... Um, Taboo? I, it was, and it was really bad. Like, I remember um, being in school, people used to be made fun of, um, you know, when you come, when you, when they first came um, to America, like the way they were dressed, the way they, so for me, mm-hmm. I didn't really um, tell people that I was Haitian. <laughs> I told them I was born in Guadeloupe, so I don't know, like, I kind of wanted to distance myself because as a kid, you didn't under I didn't understand it. And it goes back to your parents don't really talk about, you know, um, mm-hmm. different things. You just are going through this journey trying to figure it out. So I was trying to figure it out, didn't understand. And I and again, it was just all brand new to me. Like, well, I don't really understand why there's so much um like against the Haitian people, it, it's, it was, I don't know. And I, and at that time I was in Miami. So in Miami, there's a lot of Haitian prayer. It was just really bad from my perspective, all the things that people were saying about being Haitian that I didn't really um, receive it and connect with it um, when I was young. As I got older, um, you know what I mean? Being more about my, uh, around my family, learning more about the culture. Then it started to kind of like, I don't know, um, make sense to me, um, learning the history, um, listening to my family and their pride about being Haitian. That's when it started slowly for me kicking in like, oh, okay. There's a lot of pride later on. And now that I associate with being Haitian and also, um, now that, you know, everybody's kind of like, Oh, you know, Haiti and stuff like that. So that's what I would say my experience would be now being first generation in this country. Um, when we were little, when we started to learn to speak English, um, there was a lot of like your parents, like I know for me, my parents used to take us to translate for the older people. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I was like, like we were in, in we were going to doctor's offices with people <laughs> translating oh, no. yes. we were oh, translating, no. translating like with the older people and at the time you're thinking to yourself like oh okay but then that got old real quick because as a kid you don't want to be traveling <laughs> no. with, you know yeah and things like that um and what else um being first generation um i remember when i first got to school in america because of the, I don't know if I was overwhelmed or whatever, but I cried and boohoo, like, you know, just because the dynamic was different, just because, you know, you come in and you don't know how to speak English. So I like, again, cause I was born somewhere else and I had to like come here, learn English and all that. Um, that experience was frightening for me because I just didn't understand this whole big being in the United States. So it was a, it was pretty scary experience. And again, you don't have anybody that you could be like talking to and saying, this is what you're going to go through. This Uh is the things, you know what I'm saying? You're just like, yeah, Uh you're figuring out and you're a young Uh kid. So it's just like, they just throw you out there. Like, Hey, you in America, you know, land of opportunity. I'm, I'm throwing my computer around land of opportunity. (laughs) Go, you know, they just like, go, go, you know, you in America. America. No explanation. No explanation. So there's a lot of things 
And I have to say, I'm blessed with the, the some of the people that I grew up with. You know, they tried, but it's just like overall, um, if there were some things that I would say I would have liked is to have the conversations of you're going to go in there, you're not going to understand anything because you don't speak the language. So you're not going to understand. Um, this is how it is set up in America compared to, you know what I'm saying? You're going to experience bumps in the road. You know what I'm saying? You're going to experience that, you know, the Haitian people are not really well received. Saying like mm -hmm. all these things that you go through and you don't have anybody. So you're just there with all your thoughts, all your questions, all mm -hmm. like, and your parents are just like happy that, you know, you're here and mm -hmm. you have the opportunity because that's what they think about they think like this is a land of opportunity oh, and yeah. you know they don't help you with homework you have to figure that out huh. um so it's i mean again there's support but the support i would say that i would have wanted damn <laughs> you know what i mean oh, yeah. um I don't know how, how I don't know how to to, to, to to quantify it. It was just a weird experience. Now I'm a little bit, you know, once you start learning English, once you start, you know, understanding a little bit of the process, then it makes it a little bit easier, right? You're mm -hmm. able to say, oh, okay, this is how the school system works. Oh, okay, this is how the next step of, okay, you need to make good grades to be able to get scholarship. You need to do, you know what I'm saying? Like all these things that nobody talks to you about. So, the challenges. Yeah. The challenges. And, then the, and then the culture, too. So, you know, um, the food you eat is different. The clothes you wear are different. You know, the rules are oh. different. Oh, my oh, God. Yes. Yeah. The rules are different because, you know, you can't really have friends like that. Um, different mm -hmm. things when you go to school, um, you know, and I, especially like so. For me, I didn't get a permit until I was maybe 13. So, in America, kids yes. get their permit a little bit younger. Yes. So, my hair was braided naturally sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is real stuff. People don't understand. Like, yeah. in the Caribbean culture, they still braiding your hair. Sometimes you could be, I can thank God I wasn't born in Haiti, but you, you, you see, and you see even like kids in middle school or high school, their hair are still braided with like bows and all this other mm -hmm. stuff. Because oh, wow. they, that, you know what I'm saying? There's just yeah. the culture. So different things. Um, once I got my perm, I was good. But before that, you know, you're going to school. With, <laughs> you know, tease. yeah, you're going to school mm -hmm. with like, okay, why well, she got these bow and my so mom, was, my mom was hard. Yeah, because they still look at you as a kid and mm -hmm. not understanding like, mom, I can't be wearing that. Mm -hmm. I can't be. No, but let's keep it real. They still look at us as kids. Let's yeah, they do. They mm -hmm. do. But Very at the time, I was like, oh my gosh, do I have to? So I was, I would say in my household, I was very rebellious. I was the rebellious one because Why of you? the fact. And it goes with the fact, again, talking about you're trying to fit into hey, I want to have friends. Mm -hmm. I'm in this thing. And you, and you know what I'm saying? You're trying to fit into this American life of I yeah. want to be accepted by others. I don't want to be yes. different. Um, maybe that's my experience, but I didn't want to be different. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm, as a teenager, you don't understand that being different makes you unique. But at the time, I'm like, I don't want 
to be different. I want to, you know, look like everybody, like have the stuff that, you know, everybody has. So for me, I was the rebellious one. So it was kind of hard. And me and my mom bumped head a lot of times. Like she used to rip, she used to rip, <laughs> as if. She used to rip some of my clothes, you know, Ooh. like you're not wearing that. So she used Ooh. to tear it up. Like, yeah, I used to be. My bad. Mm. But that's a whole different. That, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> a whole nother, yeah, episode. But yeah, so my experience now it's better, um, because I embrace it. Embrace mm-hmm. is the word I was looking for. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I get it. Yeah. I get it. And just to piggyback a little bit on the Haitian community, now growing up in New York, you know, New York's a melting pot. Mm-hmm. So every so yes. my experience is a little bit different. Like it's a melting pot. Everybody embraces everybody. However, I will add being from Dominica, a lot of people too did not know. Now see in New York, everybody knows Jamaica. Everybody knows Haitian. Everybody knows Trinidad. Mm-hmm. You know, there's certain <laughs> islands. Every- okay. Mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> Terry, come moment. You good? All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. You know, even Puerto Rico, you know what I mean? Like everybody, you know, mm-hmm. Dominica was still one of those countries that, there was, you know, we had our community, but there's a lot of people that did not know, you know, and then also too, I remember starting out from college, it was like, oh, you're not really Dominican. You're, you're Haitian. Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, no. I'm really from an island called Dominica. They were like, no, stop lying. You Haitian. What? What Oh, are you you serious? Yes. That's yes. I remember vividly. Wow. How you, well, how you usually straighten them out, Lisa? How I straighten them out? <laughs> you can't exactly. really straighten them out. <laughs> you, you can't really. You just got to keep reminding them, like, listen, no, there was I'm no not fights, no, no fights, no, no, no just argument. Oh, just okay. argument. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. There was a little, you know, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing for me, too, while you're saying that is because I wasn't born in Haiti. So that was the other thing for me with being first generation. Because I wasn't born in Haiti, I get that I'm a fake Haitian. Oh, <laughs> really? Because you know you know how yeah. it is when you're not born there. So there's a lot of the, you know what I'm saying? So like my Creole, I learned to speak it here. So in Guadalupe, they speak French. You go to school, they speak French. So when I came here, the people were like, we don't understand what you and, you know, your sister talking about. Can you speak Creole? So we picked up and spoke, started. So then it was just like, because of that. So I guess it's kind of like, I'm in, we're in the middle, right? Mm-hmm. So even though we are under the Haitian culture, because I wasn't born there and I really didn't grow up there with knowing and mm-hmm. understanding, then there's lots of times, like even some of my family, like, oh, you're not really, you're like one of those fake Haitians. Like, you know, like, I don't, like, what do they call it? Not fake, but imitation. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, because. <laughs> Wait, they called you imitation me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, imitation Haitian. Okay. Yes. Oh, Oh, that was my, also my experience with the whole thing, because you, when you're born outside of it, there's a lot of the culture you may not get. There's a lot of the rules you may not, you understand what I'm saying? Like the whole dynamic of the family, um, different things like that. So I just want to point that out. That was, that was another Mm. thing why you said that. So I was imitating. Yeah. So so wait, 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 Lisa, before we go, we we move left now. Let me just understand this here. So Lisa, there was lots of discrepancies, I guess, on Mm -hmm. your part. Uh Uh Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. They're like Dominica. 
You mean the Dominican Republic? No, Dominica. Oh, you, you Haitian? No, no. say <laughs> No, Patois. Uh, which one? Uh, I give up. <laughs> so explain it. So for people that don't understand a little bit, why would they say that you're Haitian? Because I think that would correlate to why. Because mm-hmm. there's so many within these country, you know, like islands. Why? Why is Haitian the one that they associated with you with? Well, first and foremost, which I'm not going to mention my last name. Mm-hmm. That was that right there. Yeah, that is that automatically because it's a French last name automatically. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing is like, oh, I speak Patois. They think, oh, okay, you Haitian. Mm. No, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like you have to go and break it down. And well, Dominique, is that a real place? Yes, it's a real place. <laughs> is that a real place? Why would is that you a real make- place? Yes, it is. Oh, you're from the Dominican Republic. No, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go back to, is that a real place? Who would make up an island? (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know. That's to tell you how ignorant we are as children. I'm telling you, that's to tell you how ignorant we are. That's funny. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's, that's the unfortunate part of it, you know? Um, but for me being a first generation now, the thing is being born in New York, um, I was very also rooted with my culture too, because of course, you know, it's always a village because mm-hmm. there's tons of people that migrate to New York. Mm-hmm. So, and I have a huge family. So it was a fet every weekend. You know, I remember, oh my gosh, I, I felt like as a kid, I felt like Friday night, they prepping party starting Saturday morning and it is it done on Sunday. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I remember. I remember the tower speakers just rolling in. You know, they loading it up on the truck, and it's going from one house. There was a fet at some one of my aunt's house the night before. They got to roll it over to my parents' house oh for the my. next night. You know, but um, also too, being first generation, there's a lot of you know, as B you mentioned too, the pressure, the responsibilities. Because I just remember also too, you know you don't want to piss your parents off. Like you just don't go out here in the street and get in trouble. Mm-hmm. I felt like also that you were more scared getting in trouble with your parents opposed yes. to the police. Yes. yes. The yes. police, yes. that was not, we ain't that scared of the police. That's a, that's mm-hmm. a, yeah, no, nah, police, they easy, yo. We ain't scared of the police. Mm-hmm. Now your parents? Yeah. Oh. Man, listen, because one thing, what? One thing I remember growing up is like, you do not embarrass mm-hmm. your parents. You're right. You have this strict rules. You're not allowed to sleep at nobody's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember too. So when we moved to Long Island and um, had a group of girlfriends I started hanging out with, and I noticed all their parents, you know, they were not friends, but they communicated with each other. Like basically when one person gets in trouble, mm-hmm. this one person's father is calling everybody else. Like, <laughs> right. let, me, let me tell you what these little mofos did. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I remember I telling my parents like, Hey mom and dad, you want to go and meet the rest of my other friends, parents, because you know, this is who I'm going to be hanging out with. I know you guys are concerned, but at least you meet the parents. And the parents want to meet you, too. <laughs> are, they, are they West Indian? No. No, they're American. No, 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 no. Yes. Mm. No, and you we, know we, you bought we up a very good point. 
We don't deal with those kinds. Yes. You in are so, many so right. Yeah. Yes. So many oh, the Americans? Why are you hanging with Americans? Mm-hmm. Oh, it can be first generation. What country are we in? Who do you think I go to school with? Mm-hmm. You, you, we mm-hmm. here. you came here. I didn't come here. Mm-hmm. I was trying to stay inside the womb. I didn't ask to be here. I mean, <laughs> what does the mother do? What does the father do? Where, where them live in? You know. Yes, and please don't let them be from the projects. Oh my gosh! That's another conversation. <laughs> yes. No. So it was just like, nah, we're not gonna meet them, and don't embarrass me, and don't such no. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty much. And then also to just to add on to that also, too, I felt see and I think I had an advantage also to another advantage of being in New York is that it's such a melting pot. Mm-hmm. So even though you had those that were ignorant and didn't know, but then there are a lot that know about the West Indian community. And it's like you don't have to explain, but so much. However, hmm. I did notice from being a difference from being in the Bronx to Long Island, yeah, you had to explain a a little bit more, Mm -hmm. but it it wasn't as bad. It wasn't as bad. Now, when I moved out of New York, Mm -hmm. I don't don't understand why you don't understand. I don't understand why I got to explain where you've been under a rock, but yeah, that's the beautiful thing about New York, boy. It, oh, my heart will always be there. They get it. You don't have to explain nothing. You know, everybody has experienced everybody else's food, culture, Mm. you know Carnival, every you got the Indians on the left of you, you got the Pakistans on the right of you, everybody jumping up. It's no, mm-hmm. there's no, I don't, I don't have to explain the Italians, they're in front, the mm-hmm. Jews in the back, we everybody jumping up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, then you move out of New York, and it's like, I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. crickets. <laughs> it is. crickets, yo. Like, what are we doing out here? Why do I gotta explain? <laughs> oh, okay, this is the last story. I just so okay, ladies. We know carnival jump up. Mm-hmm. Everybody, we wind up on anything that's not moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These things we don't have to explain, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, never forget. <laughs> Yo, dating an American guy, bringing him to the carnival. <gasps> have my girlfriends wind up on it, and it was like they're like, "What is going on?" These things. I shouldn't have to explain these things. Why do I have to explain? But go back, Lisa. You said um, American. Okay, sorry. Never mind. All right, we're done. (laughs) We're done. Let me get my drink. Let me me just get my drink. I'm going to sip on my drink. Yes. So, Terry, segue. How was it for you? It was was bittersweet for me. Uh, I had a lot a lot of um, West Indian friends, they understood. However, there were things in my household that I was not happy with because I wanted to be, like you said, I wanted to be cool. Like, for instance, the hair part, when you were talking about that, my mother used to braid my hair. My hair was not, my hair was very nappy. Yeah, I'm going to put that out there. 
tight, tight, tight curls, <laughs> tight curl. So there was no pressing, no perming uh-huh. or nothing like that. So she used to, and the hair was short. So she would braid the hair and put these ribbon in it. It was more ribbon yeah. than hair. So I was looking like antlers. I mean, it was embarrassing. And I didn't like it. What she, let me tell you something. Every outfit had to have the ribbon. And she had every uh-huh. ribbon to match the outfit. And that uh-huh. I had to wear to school. And if yes. I took that out, right. it was your problem. Honey, let me tell you something. Nothing I'm nice. Having I, I'm having a party. I'm going. Okay. I'm having flashback. Fla- oh, I, oh, yes. Flashback. Yes. I'm feeling a kind of way. I, I didn't get no ribbons. You did? Oh, thank your blessing, ma'am. My ribbons came. Matter of fact, they came from Canada. Okay? Mm. Yes, it was all colors, all style. If it wasn't polka dot, if it wasn't dissolid, it was, I'm telling you. Especially so, when you went to church. Your underwear and your dress and your socks and your oh, yes. oh, oh. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. I remember the clip. Yes. Y'all remember the clip? Yes. 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 You have to wear a slip. yes, and you only had two pairs of shoes. It was the school shoe and the church shoe. Uh-huh. That was it. <laughs> that was it. Okay, so you know, I mean, when the first time my mother pressed my hair, I couldn't stop whipping my neck mm-hmm. because I wanted the hair to fly. <laughs> yes, the pressing, honey, and laying down, and it could comb back in one and all. Yes, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, it was to me. It was a lot of traumatic experience. I felt very um I was insecure I had a lot of friends um I knew a lot of people but I just felt insecure because I always wanted to be you know I wanted to be the cool one you know and then also Bertie you're talking about Haitian too with so much diversity in the school because we went to the school called Holy Spirit and Holy Spirit had every, every, every nationality in there. And I remember there was Mr. Harrigan. He was the janitor. So, of course, you know, back in them days, the janitor, you were sticking your nose up at the janitor. And his daughter's was in the school. And I remember oh. his daughter, Nervia. Mm-hmm. Nervia Harrigan. Yes, I'm dropping names. Ooh, we dropping names. Ooh. Yes. Nervia Harrigan. They were Haitian? Harrigan. They were Haitian? Yes, they, yes, they uh, were. Oh. So, you know. If I Nervia's comment. Listen, Nervia, oh. I am not mad at you, girl. And you know something? I didn't like I said, growing up, you just don't understand. And then sometimes people make fun of people and then mm-hmm. you don't understand why. And then when you grow up, you're like, why were we doing that? It didn't make mm-hmm. any sense. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of misconceptions on when my family came here because they were only brought up in Trinidad, so they didn't understand. They knew other West Indian cultures, but they really didn't. They really did not intervene with others. Yeah, like, oh. you know, they wasn't like going over their house and hanging out like you know, like that. Mm-mm. It wasn't none of that. You can't be going over to nobody's house and nobody bringing nobody here. Okay. Mm-hmm. So with that, there was a lot of, um, you know, that I didn't understand all of that. But as I got older, I kind of understand why they did that and why they were like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of it I didn't agree with, but I have a better Mm -hmm. understanding of it, you know. Mm -hmm. So I understand. I think they wanted to protect us. But I think I would have liked a little bit more conversation. Correct. With that, because. I think I do believe that I know you're a parent, you're trying to protect your children, mm-hmm. 
but I still believe with kids, you can have the conversation, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it, and it's not so much saying that you have to be their friend. Mm-hmm. You, you don't have to be a friend, but I can explain to you correct why X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. which therefore would lead into better relationships, but that's correct. a whole nother episode. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So the stuff like, you know, people with the taboo, like, again, with the Haitians growing up, I mean, they, high school, there was this guy named Woody, didn't even know he was Haitian, but the was fine, boy. Woody was, oh my God. Yes, I'm calling out the name Woody, wherever yes. you at. You fine. Oh, Lord. He was fine every day. What do you comment below, please? Yes, please. <laughs> but again, he never he never said he was Haitian because of that reason. Yeah. So and I think that's, yeah, like you said, that's a very valid point. Like back in the day, because there were so many things against Haitian and people not understanding, mm-hmm. a lot of us coming up, you were scared to say, oh, you were you know, Haitian because you would get, and I still mm-hmm. get that nowadays with people. One of the misconceptions is that, oh, y'all Haitian do voodoo or mm-hmm. you guys have good food. It's like it, those two things are the things that you get when you hear that you're Haitian. People would say, oh, it's like passe. And then, oh, y'all Haitian do voodoo. Oh, y'all got good food. It's like, that's all. Mm-hmm. Y'all Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Which you, one? And yes. first of all, like Haitian, like the first independent black country, y'all don't know about that. You know what I'm saying? Like all the stuff that led up and that's another episode, but it took a while. And like you said, like for, for me, like in my mom kind of raised us. So in her household, she was very strict. Like you said, Terry, Mm -hmm. like with the different rules and she worked. And the funny thing is you're right, Lisa. Like I remember my mom worked two or three jobs Mm -hmm. And we never had friends over the part. And mind mm-hmm. you, she's never home. And we never did that stuff. Like, it was yep. so mind-blowing mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. could have gotten away with it because she wasn't there. But no, we couldn't. We could not have. Uh, because the thing is, in the Haitian community, they come and check up on you. You don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Like, even if we did, um, somebody would have told her because there would be, even though she's working, but the other family members like would oh, come in without even you knowing, honey. Snitches. Oh, mm. of course. Of course. Of course. But yeah. ladies, definitely, now that we know and we have better understanding, we're going to do better with our children and our grandchildren and our families just to be able to bridge that gap. So that's why we... Oh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah. but um, ladies, good Great talk. talk. But definitely yeah, good talk, though. Definitely. Um, I learned a lot today. We're going to wrap this up. And okay. we want to thank you exactly till next time. We're going to big up to all the nationalities, to everybody. No one is left out. Back it out, back it out, back it out, back it out, back it out. Here we go. Bing, 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 Thank you for joining us this week on Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Facebook page. As always, subscribe to our show to catch every new episode. Leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh and exciting content. See you next Thursday, same time, same station. Unfiltered Lyman with BLT is edited and produced by Unfiltered Lyman with BLT. 
Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.